Monday. Morning Monday. Morning Monday. What time is it? 9 a.m. Every Monday. Intro morning Monday. What's good, people? It's your boy Terry the Barber, the husband and father. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening whenever you see or you hear this episode. So today's topic is learn from the mistakes of others. Now you may be thinking to yourself, why? When you come up with a topic of learn from the mistakes of others. The reason why I chose this topic for today is because a lot of time I reflect on my past. A lot of time I reflect on the conversations that I've had. A lot of times I reflect on what I see out there in the world. And I had a great conversation with, with, with my cousin Lulu this weekend, and we were speaking about people in our family and friends and all their shortcomings. He was talking about the, the, uh, the reasons why people have this and this and that, and the reason why they can't get to where they should be. And we was talking about the mistakes that people make. And then I started to think, a lot of time, I, 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 I tell myself, if only I knew what I know now when I was younger. How many of y'all say, say that to, to yourself or heard that saying? If, if I only knew what I know now when I was younger, I would be so much further. I say that a lot. I say that to a lot of people a lot. I instill a lot of information into, into the younger generation a lot. And the reason why that thing right there holds a whole lot above my head is because I know that if we were informed at a younger age about, about the things of life, about the things of finances, about the things of responsibility, about the things of growth, about the things about being a man, if we was instilled this information at an early age, I guarantee, I guarantee that we would be so much better off now. So, there's a, there's this a page on Facebook where the person walk around and speak to homeless people, people that have a, that have had a rough life. A lot of people that you see out there in the world, you may just walk past them every single day on your on your commute, and you just and, or, or, or a person that you see on the train sometimes when you're sitting down going to work, and you see these people every single day, and you be like, I wonder how they got to where they are. I wonder what put them in the, um, how they got into this position. And do you be thinking to yourself, oh, maybe they smoked crack, maybe they were doing drugs, maybe they started doing prostitution, maybe they ran away from home at a young, young age. We don't know. But everybody has a story. And that page on Facebook that, that I see a lot, when they ask these individuals these questions and these, and these people tell you exactly how they got there, you know, I was in an abusive relationship and my father and my mother used to beat me. I was verbally abused. I just had to leave home at a young age, 12, 13 years old. Things just wasn't working out for me. I fell into the street life. I like, like I went to jail and then when I came home and nobody was there. These are people's stories. And you gotta learn from the mistakes of others. One, the reason why I'm not a big alcohol drinker, I don't smoke, smoke weed, I don't do drugs, is because my past. My mom was a drug addict. My father was a drug addict. People in my family were drug addicts. I seen nothing but drug addicts around me. I used to have to go to drug meetings with my mom's damn near Monday, Thursday, Friday. I was there. So I said to myself, I would never put myself in a position that I would fall off the wagon and then I'll be in a position where I'll be using drugs and then try to clean my life up and then have to come to these meetings every single week because I heard stories while I was in those rooms. I heard people about 
um, 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 smoking crack and doing drugs and doing sexual favors for this and that. I heard people that said that, uh, you know, I I'd have left my kids home and I was never there for them and drugs took over my life. I was there. I was there listening to these people's stories every single every single week. Why? Because my mom didn't have a babysitter. I couldn't stay home. I had to be with her. She dragged me along to the meetings and I was there. There was a lot of kids there. And I reflect now and I think about I learned from the mistakes of others. I learned that I don't want to be like them people. I learned that I would never put myself in that kind of position. Now, when I was younger, I was told that my father died of kidney failure. So for years, growing up, I said to myself, I would never be drinking because I thought that you you would get kidney failure from alcoholism, right? So I said I would never be drinking. The first time I got drunk was with me and my boy Mel. We was back on Marconi place. Oh, we was mixing drinks with, with the Tropicana. I got drunk on my mind, thrown up everywhere. Had to throw myself in the shower. He had to throw himself in the shower. He was toe up. And I probably was like 17, 18 years old. And that was the last time I ever got drunk like that. I said, I, I, I don't like that feeling. I don't, I don't like that feeling. But what I did was I learned from my mistake, right? And when, when I was informed when I was younger that my father died of kidney failure, which was a lie, my father did not die of kidney failure, and you, and you know, you got family secrets. People don't want to inform you of the things that occur, but you're going to have that family member that's going to keep it 100 with you. You're going to have that family member that's going to tell you what, what, what really occurred. And when I was informed that my, years later, now I'm a grown man, and I'm informed that my father died from the AIDS virus. My mother died from the AIDS virus. Never knew this, right? So because I was informing these things later on in life, I had to go get tested, which this is after I had children. You know what I'm saying? Never knew these things. People will lie to you. You feel what I'm saying? But I made sure that I went out there and I took care of my responsibilities, got tested, which was, which was the scariest thing ever. One, because you just don't know, right? But of course, if you did have it, the hospitals probably would tell you because they probably run secret tests. But who knows? But when you inform of these secrets that, that, that your life has, that you don't know about, the skeletons in the closet that, that your family brings, then you have to do these things. So got tested. That was a, 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 a sigh of relief. Make sure that I was good. Make sure that my wife was good. Make sure my kids was good. And then that was good. But you got to learn from the mistakes of others. So what? I would never jump into, the, into something of being a drug addict. That won't happen. That would never happen. One, because I don't want to go there. I don't want to be in the position that those people was in. I would never do that. I would never take it upon myself to be a person that gambled my, my, my life away, gambled my livelihood away, because I can see what those things can occur, what those things can do to families and generations. So you have to understand that you can learn from the mistakes of others. Me going through those things and me learning these, these secrets and things years later is what built me up to be the man that I am. And the conversation that I had with, with my cousin Lulu, she said to me, which a lot of people come to me and, and I don't never know how to receive it. They always come to me and say that you are the one from a young, that you always were the one that was a go-getter. You are the one since you was younger, that you had these things instilled in you, that you're going to do everything that you set forth. And that's me. I don't know how I got it. I don't, I, I, I don't know what this aura is, but whatever I set my goals to, I do it. But I learn from the mistakes of others. I've had barbers around me who've been cutting hair for 20, 30 years, and they are not in a position that they should be in. Then I see barbers nowadays that's younger than me that have 
that's really just entering into the barber industry and they are they have surpassed the people that I know so I gotta learn from the mistakes of others what I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna show up late I'm not gonna say I'm gonna be there and I'm not gonna be there I'm not gonna disrespect my customers I'm not gonna act like I'm better than a, than, 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 a, than than the next person I'm not gonna act like this is a hustle what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna treat it like it's a nine-to-five because when you got a nine-to-five and you and you respect your your job and you respect your boss, you're going to be on time, you're going to work due diligently, you're going to make sure that you, you um, um, execute your tasks, and you want to try to be the best employee possible. Now, I was talking to a customer last night, I said, you know, a lot of people want to be entrepreneurs and they want to um, go about their business and do their own thing, but what they don't do, what they don't have is the understanding of being a worker. They don't have an understanding of going and having to be somewhere on time, being there on time doing what they have been um, instructed to do, executing the task, making sure that they're doing it right. A lot of people don't have that structure. Before you become an entrepreneur, you have to be able to at least have one or two jobs where you clock in and you clock out. Have an understanding of structure. Make sure that you have some kind of understanding because a lot of people don't. And this is the reason why all these entrepreneurs that start out now since the pandemic, they came, they came and they went because they don't have an understanding of really what all of these things in, um, have to be instilled into you. They don't understand what we go through. They just think that you getting money and you're going to make it. But it's not that. I'm here to tell you it's not that. For those button barbers that want to start out, I'm here to tell you that there's going to be days when it's going to be slow. There's going to be days when you may not even cut one person. There's going to be days when you be like, why am I doing this? I need to go get a job. There's going to be days like that, but you have to be able to be locked in, 10 toes down. So what can you learn from the mistakes of others? A lot of people aren't learning from the people that came before us. I do. I pay attention. I ask questions. I'm the type of person that asks, how did you get to where you are? Good or bad? There's people that have good examples, people that have bad examples, but you have to learn from others. Don't be afraid to find somebody that you idolize, somebody that you look up to, somebody that, that you see are doing that's doing something, and try to get into them places. Try to introduce yourself. You know, this is how you build yourself up. I've always been in the right place at the right time. I've always been the type of person to introduce myself to people. And I want you to I, I want you to understand that I'm here. Look at me. Pay attention to me. I bring something to the table. But if I wasn't the type of person that really took the time out to really understand others, if I wasn't the type of person that really ask the right questions, if I wasn't the right person that would do what, I, what I'm supposed to do, good morning, then I would not be in the position that, that I'm in. What have I done? Let's just break down a, a, a few things that I have done in my career and as a man. Most of you guys that's from New York that know me as Terra the Barber, people that's in the barber industry that know me as Terra the Barber, they know that I've built this brand of Terra the Barber. I even speak to people on the phone now or my past customers or just people from, from back in the day and they know my slogan, Terra the Barber, the husband or father. I built the brand on that. One, because I'm the barber, that dude that gets you laced. I am he, that's, that's me, I'm him. But I'm a father also. I got two black males and I'm trying to build and groom so that, that when I'm no longer here, 
that they will be able to go through this world and have their offsprings and have the same kind of energy and present them with the same information that I've instilled in them. The father. The one thing I didn't have growing up was a father because my father died early. By the time I was 10, he was gone. I had to try to find another father figure out there to, to finish grooming me to become a man. A father. So I instilled the fact that if I had children, I would be the father. I would be there. I would be there to, 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 to support my children. And I didn't want to be just a baby daddy. Whoever I had a child with was just was going to be my partner. It wasn't going to be I'm going to be a father, got to go visit, got to pay child support, none of that bullshit. What I wanted to do was I wanted to have that home-based foundation. I wanted to have a wife. I wanted to have children. I wanted to have a home. I wanted to live the, live the life you've seen on TV. And do I have that? Yes. I prayed to God about that. I kept my I kept my head down and my and my toes dug into the um into the ground. I stayed focused. But we have to learn from the mistakes of others. My father wasn't there. The mistakes that he made, I didn't want to do that. So I, I I learned from that. The mistakes that my brother, rest in peace, pre made. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to go to jail. I didn't want a lot of my kids. I didn't want to be an absent person. I said to myself, I wasn't going to be a drug dealer. I wasn't going to get into the street life. I tried to sell weed. I wasn't good at it. I smoked most of it up, so that wasn't going to work. But I tried it. I, I, you know, you, you in the streets, you around people, you see things. People are going to bring some things to, to you, and you're going to say to yourself, I'm going to try that because everybody else is getting to it. But I said to myself, I don't want to go down that road. I don't want to be the person that's going to get locked up and be incarcerated and take my freedom. So I learned from the mistakes of my brother. He did 19 and a half years in prison. He missed every single one of his daughter's birthdays and his son's birthday, missed his mother's birthday, sister's birthdays. He missed it, missed my birthday. I've never had a birthday with my brother ever. And now that he's gone, the only thing I have is a few pictures, the mistakes. I, I have to learn from the mistakes, even the mistakes when he came home. Came home, tried to live a righteous life, did better, take care of family, try to catch up on time. When you try to catch up, you never catch up. When the people are already running that race and they further away from you, I guarantee that you would never make that mark if you're trying to move it so fast. What you need to do is see where they got and how can you get a little bit closer to their distance without trying to take a shortcut. And what he did was he tried to take a shortcut. I got to learn from the mistakes of him. I, w I won't go down that road. I will not do that. So I stay steadfast. I stay focused. I do what I do. I learn from the mistakes of others. There's people around me. Now, let me say that. Let me introduce learning from the success of others. We done, we done learn from the, from, from the mistakes. I learned from the mistakes of my mother. Don't use drugs. Just try to stay righteous. Try to be healthy. Try to take care of yourself. I learned from my father. Same things. Just try to be righteous. Try to, try to not try drugs. Try to just live life right. I learned from my brothers. Try to take care of yourself. Try to live a righteous life. It, I mean, it, it's all full circle. So now, the success of others. What I have learned from the success of others is from, from some of my mentors, Al Minions, how I'm ad man. I've been, I've been affiliated with him and what he was done from, from the beginning. I've always looked up to this man because he taught me how to be a barber, how to build a clientele, and how to get right. This is before YouTube was popping. This is, we're talking about 10 years. Then there's other barbers, Jada Barber, had to focus on him. Then I got people that's in my hood. I learned from 
Marv the Barber. I learned from Troy the Barber. I learned from Sneed the Barber. I learned from um, Gotti the Barber. I learned from people that I watch, I pay attention to. I take a little bit of nuggets from each every, each individual. I chisel away and, I'm, and, and I made my own creation. I've learned that you could be successful by establishing yourself how you want people to see you, first and foremost. I try my best to do that. It ain't easy, but I'm a sag, I'm aggressive, I come off sometimes harsh. That's me. I'm, you know, I'm kind of rough around the edges. But I try to keep my distance, I try to be smooth as possible, and try to make sure I'm, I'm, I, I help or make people feel as special as possible. This is all I could do, right? I learned from others the success. You can own seven barbershops and be successful. You can travel the world and be successful. You can live a, a righteous life and have a family and be successful. You can have two jobs and still be successful. You can have one job and be successful. You can have these things. You can be your own boss and be successful. There's people that are going to come into your life, maybe even for a season, that's going to season something into you. They, they're going to input information into you. They're going to give you something that you're going to go and push further. So... A friend of mine, Palmer, I looked at him and his dynamic and his family for years. Once I really started to focus on what family really was about, right? Yeah, I got my wife, I got my kids, and we, take, and, and, and we love each other, and I'm there. I work a lot, but I'm there. I try to be there as much as possible. But when I seen this man would be able to sacrifice his time to go and take his children to sports games and family time and hibachi and taking care of home and try to be that 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 pillar to, to uh, bring people together, I said, this is what I want. I need to instill some of those same characteristics in myself. So what I try to do, I try to invite people out to go out to eat. I try to fellowship with, 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 with my barber bros. I try to fellowship with some of my customers. I try to fellowship with people that's in my life. I try to bring people together, invite people out to go skating, go out to eat, go to the gun range. Let's just have a good time. Why? Because I feel like, because I'm in a new atmosphere, I'm in a new location, I'm in a new state where I want to I, I wanna bring people on board that I see is going to bring something out of me and if you see the post things, the posters that I be putting up, like like my boy Frankie, when me and him went out to eat and he sat down and he prayed, and he didn't just pray for himself, he prayed for himself, he prayed for his friends, he prayed for his family, he prayed for his future, he prayed for his success. And I said, that is something that I don't do. Because of the hustle and bustle of me living so fast and working so many jobs and not never having no time for, for myself and having only a 30 minute lunch break and take five minutes to go there, five minutes to order, five minutes to walk back, you got another 10 minutes to eat and then it's time to go back to work. I I know that when you got time to pray, but when you got but what you can do and what I learned is and what Georgia has brought to me is slow down. So I'm learning from the success of others. I'm learning that you can start a business and it may not work, and, and then you say, you know what, that's what I wanted to do, but I, that's not what I really want to do, but I'm going to focus on something else. I've got people more in my life that they explain to me their shortcomings, and I say, okay, that's cool. First of all, you was able to explain what you did wrong and what you did right. But I'm learning from the success of others by keeping those people in my life, people that's going to that's going to uplift me, people that's going to build me, people that's going to that's going to help me build on what I'm trying to do. So, we're going to finish this off with this, man. Learn from the mistakes of others. Learn from what people have explained to you, have brought to you, have tried to have have tried to give you an understanding of because I guarantee if I knew what I know now when I was younger, I wouldn't have credit card debt. 
I wouldn't have had student loans. I wouldn't have had no no shortcomings in, in, in my car being repoed. I wouldn't have had no days when I'm stressed about when I'm going to pay these, how I'm going to pay these bills. Listen, we we all go through it. But if I was taught early on about debit, about credit, about banking, if I was taught earlier about stocks and, and, and about bonds, if I was taught earlier about investing into an investment fund, if I was taught earlier about making sure that you got a savings account, if I was taught these things, but I wasn't. It, it took years later. It took for when I was an adult to do so. But do my children know this now? Of course they do. Do we have conversations about what's the difference between banking, um, what's the difference between a credit card and a debit card? Of course we do. Do we speak about the thing that you have to put, the uh, the uh, the um, the uh, steps you need to make now for later? Do 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 my children have bank accounts? Of course they do. Do my kids understand digital currency? Of course they do. Do my children have an understanding of how you're supposed to walk throughout this life? Of course they do. Because we have to. Give them the information now. I have conversations with a bunch of my friends, friends and family, and about their children. And I ask, so do you do this with your child? And do you do this with your child? And do your child do this? Do your child do that? Do your children do your child do their own do, do your kid do they do, they, do they own laundry? Do they put their clothes clothes away? Do they make their own food? These things. And a lot of people say that they're not ready for that. I want you guys to understand that the children of our age now. The children that's that's living out here with technology, cell phones in their hands, they have a wide range of information that we can even, that we can't even fathom. I'm telling you, if your child have a smartphone, a tablet, or something, I guarantee they know more than what you think they do. But what you need to be focusing on is making sure that you instill the information in them, and just know, and just know. And just know that they have the information out there and we have to make sure that we stay on point with them to let them know exactly what it is. So this is your boy, Terry the Barber, the husband and father. Intro morning Monday, every Monday, 9 o'clock, no matter what. I am your humble servant. I come to you guys every single week just dropping some knowledge, dropping some gems, dropping some information. And I hope, I hope and I pray that you guys listen to the sound of my voice and you get something out of it. And if you don't get something out of it today, maybe you'll get something out of it tomorrow. But I know firsthand that I've learned from the mistakes of others. I know for a fact that you have learned from the mistakes of others. Either your parents, you done learned what they did that didn't work and you say, you know what, that ain't gonna be for me. I know for a fact that there's times that you have learned from somebody or, it, or it's just starting to resonate in you now and you didn't even know. So this is your boy, Terry the Barber, the husband and the father. Intro morning, Monday, every Monday, 9 o'clock. No matter what, I come to you guys live and direct. Today was a great episode. I'm going to say it. Why? Because I have been reflecting on my past. And I am looking further into the future. So I'll check you guys next week. Shout out to everybody that's on here. Johnny, J. Reed, uh, uh, Stylist Goddess, um, Goddess Curtis. I think I, 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 I think I said that right. Don't quote me on that. But shout out to the stylist goddess for checking me out today. Shout out to my boy Josh in the building. Shout out to my boy uh, Ice Cold Cut. My boy Swole was in the building. And Kirby Palmer was in the building. And my boy Monty, Monty Carlo was in the building. Johnny was in the building. Um, and Blurry Dirty Cuts was in the building today. And a, and, a, and, and, and a whole bunch of more people that just pulled up. So I'll see you guys next week. You heard? I'm here. If I'm here, you should be here. And that's it. I'll check you guys later. Peace. You did.